very good friend of the program. Some exciting news to break down as Jake Crane joins us on the program today. Hello, Jake. How are you, friend? JJ, what's up, man? Uh, always fun to come on. I hope you guys are doing well. And uh, yeah, a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> yeah, you've got a lot of different life changes that are currently taking place. You know him very well for being on this program. He's sat in this very studio. We've caught up with him at Media Days. And I mean, he's just one of our favorites. Jake Crane joins us on the show right now. Uh, formerly the host of The J-Boy Show. And the social media handles have changed. We don't want that to throw anyone off. It's still our good friend Jake Crane. He's just got a really new exciting show that he wants to tell us about so uh, all right you're making the big move the daily wire signed their newest free agent as we head into march give us the scoop jake yeah well you know we, we talk about the transfer portal enough so we might as well jump <laughs> in uh, no, you know uh very exciting uh ben shapiro the group up here reached out to us uh, a couple months ago you know i kept hitting at a big announcement that was coming uh you know how it is with contracts and stuff like that so uh very honored to, to be up here in nashville and to join them and you know, it's funny, we're working to a, with a company that, you know, is involved in a lot of politics, but we're still not talking politics. You know, to quote Ben, they, they got enough guys up there talking politics. They wanted to sign a sports show that, you know, just talk all ball. And uh, we're, we're very excited, as I said, talking a little bit of everything. Uh, still talking Auburn as well. Uh, got, got to uh, throw them in there, talk with our college basketball, March Madness stuff. And excited and uh, talking Major League Baseball, talking uh, NFL, college basketball, college baseball, and college football. So we didn't forget what our fastball is, but, you know, whenever you get a chance to grow, uh, we jump at the opportunity. So uh, we're very excited. And it's a lot of we, which I absolutely love to hear, Jake. I mean, that was always my big message is I was like, look, J-Boy Show is amazing. Jake Crane is amazing. That's who we talk to uh, all the time. But then as the show continued to grow – Right, Cone gets added to the mix. Your brother gets added to the show as well. And now I want people to hear the shift. I hear Jake saying we a lot. We, not me, because now the show also doesn't just involve you. It's Crane and Company. So talk me through that decision. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like the anti-Aaron Rodgers. You know, we're we're about the team. Um, You know, being able to to involve my brother, it's it's something where he's always been very knowledgeable about David Cone, who played quarterback at Michigan, you know, it's something just like a, a lot of the audience out there where we're fans of all of it. Uh, we love sports. You know, we, we think it's something that can bring us together, not divide us apart. And being able to bring them up and, and, and do the things, you know, involving with them every day. You know, a lot of people, I guess, don't want to work with their family some, but it's been nice for, for me and my brother and Cone and, and his family. It's been really exciting. And it's fun to get a fresh perspective. You know, we, we want our show to feel like you walk into a sports bar with your buddies and, and you're talking about it and whether it's a debate or an argument or you agree, uh, kind of diving into the nuts and bolts as well. That's why our slogan still win the water cooler. But, yeah, it's Crane & Company. Uh, it's live from 2 to 3 Central uh, every weekday. You can find us at Crane & Company on YouTube, uh, on Apple Podcasts and Spotify at Crane & Company. We you know, shot up the chart since we launched yesterday, and it's just been a great response. And uh, you can go to dailywire.com and become a member there uh, and listen to it as well. So it's been fantastic. It's been a team effort. Uh, I could be more excited. I don't know about the guys in my studio right now. I kind of get a law office vibe when I hear Crane and Company out there. And and knowing those guys, knowing that you've got the Booster Club, right, online contributors yeah. that are always – I like how you titled, titled the show Crane and Company. I, th- I think I'm approving this decision. Yeah, you know, it's it's something where we've added around a couple names. We almost named it the Booster Club, which if you don't know what the Booster Club is, that's our live chat, You know, whether it's on the Daily Wire, whether it's on YouTube. As we take questions the whole day, we get people involved. I mean – I always say, you know, without without them, there's no us. And we want our audience to be as interactive and involved as any out there because it's our show together, not just mine, 
not just cones, not just planes, not just the Daily Wire, but, you know, having a sports show that involves everybody, similar to how you guys do it, uh, you know, making people involved and, and getting their voices heard. That's something that uh, we wanted to make sure that we kept in there. And, and Crane and & Company is just something that kind of came through and came up that we liked, and, and the logo is awesome, and, and the team, uh, whether it's marketing, whether it's branding, whether it's merchandise here, has been fantastic. So, yeah, it's uh, Crane & Company. Still love the J-Boy show. You know, obviously we'll always have that memory. It's kind of like a baby I created that went off to college and then got married. So, um, you know, haven't gotten to that stage in my life yet, but it's uh, it's been fantastic, and uh, I'm looking forward to the future. All right, so let's talk ball. You said all ball, and, and, and we haven't talked a whole lot of that, so let's shift now. Jake Crane joining us here on the program. All right, so this Auburn basketball team, it's the month of March. Yeah. Today is March 1st, March Madness right around the corner. Panic time here on the Plains as the Tigers dropped a, another game on the road against Tennessee. But my message is quite simple, Jake. It's hard to win on the road in college basketball. 70% of the time, the home team wins the game. And Auburn still has the best road record in the SEC. Yeah. Are you kind of echoing the same message? Well, I never thought we'd get to the point talking Auburn basketball where, where we're up 24-3. and three. <laughs> um, You know, you, you look at the SEC between Auburn, Tennessee, Arkansas and Kentucky, you know, they're combined 64 and one at home. And college basketball isn't like college football. It's not one loss and the sky is falling. Now, where I think there is cause for concern is Auburn turned the ball a little bit too much, uh, turned the ball over a little bit too much at the guard spot. Uh, Jabari Smith has got to continue to step up and demand the ball. He's the best player on the court. Walker Kessler is going to get his, but the guards have to start playing better. Uh, and that doesn't mean going out and scoring 30, uh, you know, 30 points a game. It's not turning the ball over. It's taking good shots. It's getting in transition. It's doing the things that made Auburn successful, and they'll be just fine. But Bruce Pearl is a witch of the highest order. He'll get the guys ready to play. They've got a tough one uh, in Starkville, but they win that one. They at least clinch a, a share of the regular season championship, and if they do win it, I guarantee you they're going to beat South Carolina pretty badly at home to go ahead and get it out right. Uh, we're talking about number one seeds and number two seeds. I mean, hell, we were with Tony Barbie and that crew. We were talking about sunflower seeds. So at this point, if we're arguing over 24 and three, we're in a good spot. But they do need to keep playing better, uh, and I think they will. They'll, they'll turn it up. The playing time, the rotations, I think are going to get cut down. The thing is, and look, I, I I love you know the energy that Devin Cambridge and, and some of these other guys bring, but there are guys that are going to cost you on the court. And I think you're going to see Auburn cut down some playing time because again. They put certain rotations in there, and, you know, it's not a participation trophy thing. The best players need to play, and if you get toward the tournament, you'll start to do that. And, Jake, you hinted at one of the players a couple moments ago in Walker Kessler, who was announced as a semifinalist for the Naismith Defensive Player of the Year. And, honestly, Auburn fans didn't know what they would get out of Kessler coming into this season. So I'm just curious to get your thoughts on the impact Kessler has had for this basketball team this season. Oh, it's, it's been massive. It's like, you know, when we look about the front court, that center position, it's, whether it's rebounding, whether it's affecting shots, whether it's being able to get put back, uh, it's like having a good run game. You know, it's something you can always rely on when the other stuff's not working. And Walker Kessler has been unbelievably consistent. The thing about Walker is he, you see the shots that he blocks, and we know he's put up crazy numbers, set the single-season record at Auburn for blocks, beating uh, you know, all the guys, the litany of guys from Mamadou and Jive all the way, you know, to Kyle Davis on that list. But it's the shots that he affects. It's the three-pointers that he affects. It's guys driving in the gap and realizing you're running into literally somebody that's blocked more people than Mark Zuckerberg, so you better get it back out on the perimeter. So Walker Kessler, who's been a, common pres uh, a calming presence down low, has been a complete surprise. Not that we didn't think he was going to be a good player, but he affects the game so much on both ends. 
I think when it comes tournament time, that's a guy you can count on to clean up the boards. He's still getting better with his back to the basket. And I like the way he's able to play in transition. So Walker has been fantastic. And I tell you, Dylan Cardwell's made a huge jump from last year to this year. You know, people forget he didn't play his senior year of high school in basketball due to a transfer rule. So he's been kind of figuring it out. He's starting to play a little bit more under control. Now, sometimes he gets a little out of control. But him being able to come in and spell Walker, whether it's for foul trouble, whether it's when Walker needs a breather, has been huge, not only for Auburn, but for Walker Kessler as well. Jake, if the NCAA tournament started today, who's your Final Four? Who would you predict to be in the Final Four? Uh, If I was just taking the top four teams... Look, I don't believe in Gonzaga. Anybody whose parents still sell stuff at the concession stand at halftime and they play teams with volleyball lines on the court, I don't believe in. Last year, I think they had the best team they've ever had, Jalen Suggs. Uh, you know, you, you look at the list Butler, the guys they had last year, they were unbelievable players. Uh, I don't think Nimhart in that group. I know Chet Holmes is a unicorn. I don't think they make it past the Sweet 16. I like Purdue with what they have down low. Now, their defense has to improve, but Jaden Ivey is a walk-in bucket. Uh, Morton, I like what he can do from the outside, the way he can kind of set the pace as well. And Gillis is a good player. So I like Purdue. Look, Kentucky to me is one of the most complete teams in the country. Chibway, we know what he is down low. I know they're coming off a loss in Bud Walton Arena, but that's happened a lot. Uh, Ty Ty Washington is a guy to keep your eye on the monitor with the injury uh, situation. Sabir Wheeler, kind of understanding who he is a little bit. He hit a couple shots not against Arkansas. I know he banked one in from three. But Kentucky, they can play slow. They can pass. They've got guys that can out-rebound. Shibway, obviously, Ware is getting better. Uh, Keon Brooks has been really good on the offensive side as well. Question is defense a little bit. But so I feel Purdue, Kentucky. I put Arizona in there, too. I know they got beat up at Colorado. That's a tough place to play, and, and they've been struggling there lately. But they've been one of the most consistent teams. They're, them and Auburn are the two deepest teams in the country to me. Uh, with what they have in the front court with Coloco and all those guys to the back court with Dalen Terry, they're really talented. And then I put Auburn at number four. I think they're going to find a way. So give me Purdue, Kentucky, Arizona, and Auburn. But watch out for Villanova. I'm just telling you, they're scary, man. When there's elite teams this year, watch out for Villanova because Jay Wright knows how to do it. they got experienced guards. Samuels Jr. plays bigger than he is down low, and, and that's the team to watch out for. Let me just bring up a couple of other big teams that uh, were not mentioned. What concerns you about Duke in that scenario, Jake? You know, Duke has been just up and down. I know it's Coach K's last hurrah, and it's a big deal there. And Duke's always going to be talented. They're a blue blood. They recruited at a really high level. Mark Williams has gone up and down. But Pablo Bancaro, I mean, he's been on the back of a milk carton lately. I mean, you've got to call John Walsh at 1-800-MISSING to find this guy. <laughs> and they don't have that guy that when it comes down to it, and Blaine was talking about this on the show the other day, looks in the huddle and goes, give me the ball. I want the ball. I'm the guy. Duke really doesn't have that. And in the tournament, that can be a really big deal. So uh, I've watched Duke play really well. I mean, I watched them beat North Carolina to sleep the other night at North Carolina, but they've been up and down. You know, should have dropped the game to Wake Forest. I saw Virginia go in there and get the easiest basket to all time in the first half. So I think Duke is a little bit more vulnerable and what people are, are, are seeing, uh, especially with the top six teams in the AP poll losing. There's been a lot of love for Duke lately. I just don't believe in them 100% yet. What do you think Saturday night's going to look like? I mean, the greatest rivalry in college basketball is final game inside Cameron Indoor Stadium. Tickets are going for uh, just crazy, crazy astronomical prices. What are you expecting there against North Carolina? Yeah, well, I'm going to be watching it from the crib for free. Uh, <laughs> I think what you're going to see – 
Uh, it's kind of like on, on the movie Road Trip when Tom Green has the mouth and he's trying to feed it to the snake, and the guy walks in, and, and Tom Green looks at him. He's like, it's going to be a bloodbath. <laughs> they are, North Carolina is going to get destroyed on Saturday. I don't know what the line is yet. Obviously, they haven't put those out. But they're not sending Coach K out on a whim. That place is going to be absolutely nuts. I see Duke railroaded him in Chapel Hill. They held him underwater, shoved him in the locker, whatever you, however you want to look at it. I think this next Saturday they're going to tie their underwear to the flagpole in front of the whole high school. <laughs> All right, let's uh, wrap it up. Let's talk a little ball here. Jake Crane's joining us on the program. Follow him on Twitter at Jake Crane underscore. Uh, wait, so we make the switch from at the J-Boy Show. There's another Jake Crane out there that's trying to take your handle? Uh, yeah, man. I mean, look, there, there's, there's been a bunch of people that have that have tried to do it. I mean, I, I'm not going to report anybody. That's my problem. There's like, apparently too yeah. many JJ Jacksons out there that I have to throw 800 yeah, different I, I, underscores in the handle. Than Michael Jackson. <laughs> um, now, you know, you can find our handle. It's at Jake Crane uh, underscore uh, J A K E C R A I N underscore. Uh, we're getting re-verified. When you change your handle, they take the verification off. You got to reapply. Should have that really soon. But yeah, it's also uh, at Crane and Company, or excuse me, at Crane Company. Crane and Company was taken. We obviously got a leak or something in here. Someone knew something. Uh, but, uh, no, you can find us on social media on Instagram as well at Crane and Company. Uh, but go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, subscribe. Uh, very fortunate. We, uh, we're in the top uh, 70 right now in total podcasts in general on Apple and, and climbing up there on Spotify. Uh, and like I said, you know, we, we talk ball. It's the same show, just kind of a, a bigger area, I guess you could say. Yeah, and make sure you leave the five-star review. All right, let's end with this. I kill your wide receiver coach, Auburn. What's uh, what's your thought on this? Man, if he can coach half as good as he played, Auburn made a hell of a hire. Uh, I thought, you know, given the circumstances that, that went down with Auburn, we all know with, with, with the higher-ups and kind of how it looked with Brian Harson, I think this was a home-run hire. Uh, he's a guy that, that can resonate with the players. He's done it in the league. That goes a long way for, for the generational end nowadays with the NIL, having a guy that's got NFL experience that understands what he's looking at. I don't think Brian Harson could have made a better hire given the circumstances that have been going on. Jake, we always do appreciate the time. Let's do this again sometime soon, okay? JJ, anytime, buddy. Y'all do a heck of a job, and anytime you need me, just hit me up.